0: Welcome to the show. Behind the numbers, football cards. I'm your host, Tyson. Excited. It's my very first ever podcast. I'm excited to talk some football cards to you in the hobby. And who other than my mentor, Ty, to be Stop. joining us on the first ever show. If I can get to 100, Ty, we are in business. <laughs> <laughs> so, so
1: one a week, uh, two know. years from now. we'll be. That'd be impressive.
0: Two years—that's that's the goal. Perfect. <laughs> I so, can't you know, wait, man.
1: You've been looking forward to doing this. Thanks for having me on your first show.
0: Oh, thanks for being here. This is—I'm so excited beyond words. But yeah. uh, first of all, football's here. Wow, football is here. Uh, just what are some reactions you got, Ty? I'll throw out the first one to me: is Kyler being San Francisco was massive to me.
1: That that, that was going to be my first point. That's what stuck out to me. That I thought San Francisco was a shoe in for an FC champion after watching them get handled more or less by Arizona. It's like,
0: yeah. Oh, Oh. And I just, even like I was watching his, his numbers throughout the game and they weren't impressive, but he was just beating them with his legs when he had to, and just making things happen at that second dimension that he offers. And man, his acceleration out of that, just his first two steps are so quick and just seeing how you can extend plays and make it happen for them. And Hopkins 10 for like over a hundred, it just, I was really impressive with the volume and just the plays that they made to get that game one. It was very impressive.
1: I didn't think Hopkins, I mean, I knew Hopkins was gonna make a big deal, but I didn't think like that would transform the offense that quick. Maturity, right. I guess by Kyler and then Hopkins being just who he is.
0: Yeah. And I think building that old line a bit and then, you know, they added some uh, key defensive, they had some key defensive play pieces. I think yeah. uh, they, they, they made some moves and I, I do think that second year in the offense with Kyler, I think is huge, but I, I, you know, I lost the Survivor pick. I picked the 49ers to win. So I thought they were locked to win at home opening week. So, oh. <laughs> so I was not good on Survivor picks this year. So that was uh, not not my bread and butter for sure. Oh uh, man,
1: bummer, bummer.
0: <laughs> but uh, what did you think of the, you know back to Thursday the KC dominance? How, how impressed were you with your team?
1: I mean, I was impressed. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I I guess it was probably. I was l- less impressed with Houston Houston than I was more impressed with Kansas City.
0: Right. But Sean Watson
1: looked really normal to me.
0: He, yeah, he looked normal, but with my concerns that I voiced in our previous show, like, I just don't think they have the stuff around him, and I just don't think they're going to support him. I just don't see his, his hobby love increasing with wh- where yeah. it's going right now. Um, but What no, are yeah, they
1: missing? He- what do you think they're actually missing then?
0: Oh, I think he's missing a, a go to receiver now. I mean Will Fuller was pretty productive in that game still. Yeah. He still showed up, but um I just I just don't think they have that explosiveness. And I think the defense is aging. Like, I mean JJ Watt's still solid, but he's not dominant like Aaron Donald. And they just don't have the pieces they had when they were in position to make a run two or three years ago. They just couldn't do it. Mm. So I just kind of I think he missed his window for now, but you know we'll see. It's one game. They still played that, in my opinion, the best team in the league. So there's still a lot of time, and they're in a relatively weak division. Yeah. So I think there's still there's still tons of time. Watson could get that get them uh, get them going in a better direction. But I was definitely overall just impressed with KC. See, uh, like Clyde edwards was very impressive. His uh, his usage surprised me. I'm surprised they went that hard on him that fast. I didn't think he'd get to 26 carries in game one. And so, just seeing how he wears on them, giving that KC a guy to grind them down, so they don't have to keep throwing forever. I think that's probably nice. It's going to make Mahomes' life a little easier. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was a little only disappointed was I was really disappointed on Hardman. I thought he'd get a little more usage, not Watkins. But it's just one game that can transition over time. It could just be usage. But uh, I hope they get Hardman more involved. For sure. Uh, is that your doorbell, or is that me? Uh, that's not me. No. <laughs> <be. That's> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's my doorbell sound. Uh, uh, I, and then I don't know, like the I was pretty impressed with the uh, you know Cam when Newton's win. Um the Patriots, you know, they yeah. beat they beat they beat Miami. I mean nothing nothing to write home about, but just you can see the style that Belichick's going for. He's in a he's in a run cam and he's gonna get the most out of cam that he can and cam was efficient he's 15 for 19 still threw for a good you know a good percentage moved the ball down the field and he had two rushing touchdowns so uh, i was impressed with the the plan that they had for cam i think cam could be successful in that offense which i think is pretty exciting
1: yeah i think all fantasy owners of cam were, were thinking if he can just get those rushing touchdowns he could be really valuable and i mean that's what they they focus on that that first drive and it's I'm super glad because I drafted Cam in my fantasy teams.
0: <laughs> yeah, I got him in a couple as well. Good, good late in value for sure.
1: Yeah. A, a couple more games that I thought were interesting. Jacksonville looks surprisingly good on offense. Yep. Uh and Seattle, man, they're just they're just Seattle. Russell yeah. Wilson is just a machine.
0: And you mentioned them in the last show, and they're just really consistent. The Falcons have the same holes they've had, they can't yeah. stop anybody. You know, Matt Ryan is just kind of a liability as a quarterback when it comes to his movement. He just can't do anything other than he's in the pocket. So if his pocket's disrupted and they're in trouble and um, if he has a clean pocket, Ryan throws dimes. And it's just it's very hard for them to be super consistent when it comes to their their offense. But Calvin Ridley definitely set the world on fire with his I think he was 12 catches. two hundred. He had almost 40 fantasy points. So he uh, he lit it up for sure. Ridley did. Uh, but Russell Wilson, another guy, just that's a guy you want to get and just hold on to for a long time. I still think he's the all time great,
1: yeah. I I can't argue with that for sure.
0: And I'm not a Seahawks fan, (laughs) (laughs) my
1: my son is, and I got he's got like a billion Russell Wilson cards, so he's watching every second of Russell Wilson. That's good. That's
0: good. We got to finish off, though, Ty. We got to finish off with Tampa Bay and Tom Brady thoughts, reactions. I think we kind of both are right a little bit, but go ahead. What do you think?
1: My my thought was, I wonder if he's he's thinking to himself tonight. Man, I should have retired. Yeah, I know he's a competitor, but he just looked old yesterday.
0: Yeah, old. yeah. I think, I think definitely coming out getting a win against the Saints would have been big for them. But I, the Saints' defense, like I talked about, they're they're a different team. Like Michael Thomas had three for seventeen, and the Saints still relatively handled them. They didn't they didn't just go down the field and move the ball easily. Kamara had some good plays, but overall, the Saints' defense is what did it, and their yeah. defense is one of the top in the league. So I think it's going to get easier for them. I think that was a good first game for Tampa Bay. If he struggles the next couple, then we can start being concerned that nothing not much is going to come to the fore- forefront for him in terms of his second birth of his career.
1: I'm a hundred percent concerned with Tom Brady right now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, oh
1: my goodness. It, it would be like red alert. If I was a Tampa Bay fan, It'd be yeah. like, oh, you, wait, you have all season prepared for this. You're the goat. And this is what you come out
0: with. <laughs> yeah. And my only argument to that is I have a couple of Tampa Bay fans that are like friends or mine of Tampa Bay fans. Weirdly enough. Yeah. they've been watching Winston for five years, so they're like, "Ah, we're okay." <laughs> <laughs> Relatively,
1: this is actually pretty good,
0: right? They'll just keep believing. We got Tom Brady; doesn't matter. We got Tom Brady. <laughs> so it's it's we'll give him some time. I, I still think Arians can get the most out of him. I thought he still made some good throws, and he's. Yeah. I mean, he's he's very similar. He's not going to run a lot. He's like Ryan. He's going to clean pockets. That line has some issues, um, but overall, I, you know, I, I I'm not too concerned yet. I, I think the Saints' defense is. Pretty legit so i wasn't too worried um okay the last thing i'll say is just because i know i've been kind of the one that really down on daniel jones he looked good tonight but he had two insanely awful plays again he you probably didn't see it because i know you were live but he had a mm-hmm. he said he had two picks defensive lineman tonight so that's that hurt them kind of cost them essentially the game but um barkley is electric but can't get their old line is awful i'm really the giants old line is a huge concern for daniel jones and barkley this year
1: what were the stats? I, I didn't even look. I know Pittsburgh won. I saw that flash up, but
0: well, how about this Ty? Over under thirty-five rushing yards for the Giants. Oh, over sixteen they had in the fourth quarter. So I don't think they made it. <laughs> they're they're under because they were passing at the end because they're losing. But I'm pretty sure they had under twenty yards rushing tonight. So um, Giants had that- under twenty yards. I'm pretty under 20 yards. I, I, it was, it was 16 and they were just throwing cause at the end. So I'm pretty sure they were 19 good. yards rushing tonight. Um, Barkley's biggest play was on a screen pass. Uh, wow. Daniel Jones had a pretty good touchdown pass to Slayton early and an easy slant on man coverage and a blitz. But my point was, is that Daniel Jones is still making those same mistakes in game one that kind of bothered me last year. So, um, hopefully he can get that out of a system cause it's just not going to fly for wins.
1: 15 carries six yards for Saquon Barkley.
0: Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah.
1: Oh and then man. all the people that were buying Saquon over Ezekiel Elliott thinking, uh-oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's and he was getting tackled on the backfield nonstop. It's not even Saquon. Out. Nobody could get – Zeke would be getting just the same in that system right there. Um, but it was, um, it was a tough one. We'll see. Yep. But but your uh, prediction for this last game here, and then we'll get into the some of the rookie performances. What's your prediction for your Broncos?
1: Uh, So they just kicked off, right? Uh. I'm gonna go Drew Locke throws three touchdowns, an interception, and Denver wins thirty one to twenty four.
0: Man, that's a lot more points. I've I i did not see this game getting out of the twenties. I just think they're both their defenses are relatively strong, even though I know the Von Miller like Broncos had a lot of injuries in their defense already, which has been tough. Yeah. Um but so maybe you're right. But just like you hit Noah Fant for seventeen yard gains, it's a good start. Yes. But so yes, 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 let's get to the fun part. The rookies. How about those rookies tie? Uh,
1: and it, what an impressive day. We just mentioned we were on a live show and uh someone asked a question in the room about just the hobby in general. How do we think the hobby did from after week one? And I, I think it did really well because I think the rookies outperformed so many expectations and we yeah. can go down through these. I don't know if you want to rank them or go down through them. but I, there were some
0: takeaways for me for sure where I thought,
1: man, a couple of these guys really outperformed what I was expecting them to do. Right. Exciting. In,
0: in my quick run through, just really quickly, I almost yep. I'm going to say eight. There might have been one more that I missed, but there's eight touchdowns by rookies yesterday.
1: Wow. That's a great stat. I wonder how that compares to other years.
0: Right. You had uh, CH had one, Dobbins had two, Taylor and Swift both had one, Moss had one, and then Burrow had a rushing one. Uh, but let, let's start with Burrow, number one overall pick. Um, mm-hmm. They lost to the Chargers at home, but not entirely his fault, to be honest. They, yeah. uh, he drove him down the field twice. He had one kind of this weird uh, interception to Melvin Ingram when he drove him down the first time, and the second time he got him down there, the kicker shanked it. And you can say what you want about the AG, A.J. Green offensive pass interference. I mean, he he barred him, but that hand-fighting stuff's tough, I think, down there with the DBs all over him. But yeah, I, I was impressed with Joe Burrow's first outing. I think some things to consider – as fans and it's just people that are getting to collect burrow is that they had no preseason game. That's his first like first NFL live stuff. And you walk away from that and you're like, that was pretty good. I mean, he's his, his stats weren't great, but the two things that I look for when it comes to quarterbacks is housing the pocket. He was as calm as ever. His feet always set. he was never like bailing. Like he was always looking down the field. That's really important. And then just that fourth, that fourth quarter stuff is really important for the quarterback position as well. And, I mean, answer that twice, really. Well, he made that one mistake, a rookie mistake, and then he got him down there again, the the kicker shanked it. So I was impressed, <laughs> Just to mm. keep it simple. What do you think? Yeah, no, um, I would say
1: there was probably only four or five moments watching that game where I thought, that's a rookie. Yeah. But for the rest of the game, I thought, man, he looked incredibly composed for, like you said, his first game. Right. If I'm a collector in Borough and if I'm a Bengals fan, I'm – really, really excited from, from what I saw in week one. Right. I I think he, he, he helped his values would be my guess. I haven't looked at the data, but we might guess he probably helped his values. Right. Yeah.
0: I I think I only saw to your point, I think I saw two throws that he missed like a nice little 12 yard out that he could have hit pretty easily. I thought, and then he missed a seam shot for probably a touchdown, but those are going to happen. But he, at least he made the right read, right? That's more important than he'll get the throw. I think that'll come. So he, I mean, he took, he, he took him down and won the game. Right, his and, first
1: drive, or his, his his first opportunity to to conduct
0: a fourth quarter drive with no time left, right? He did it, and he did it really well. And and really, before that, Mixon cost him too because Mixon fumbled it to lose the lead. So I mean, yeah. he, he should have won his first game. I think I think Tyrod Taylor and Cam Newton were the only quarterbacks in New Jersey's that won this weekend. So another fun stat. There you go. <laughs> you just fold his good stats. All your research, <laughs> Uh but. <laughs> Little over under tie. Let's just do a Donorus base, just a Donorus base rated rookie. No art, no press proof or any of that stuff. Okay. Joe Burrow rookie, over under $47. Raw, obviously. It's new.
1: You cut. What was the over under? Oh, 47. 47 base rated
0: rookie. Um, I'm going to go over. Yeah, sixty. Wow, hitting sixty for a raw paper card. I know it's early, it just released, so that's that's probably a little bit deceiving. But I'm still impressed. It's like sixty bucks. Wow, what's the optic going to be for the optic base? Like, <laughs> so I was
1: pretty. Goodness, impressed. man, that that's like Zion Williamson esque pricing.
0: Yeah, that's insane. My yeah. goodness. Okay. All right, so let's 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 do it one more time. So then, so Tua. 40 over under um probably go under on 40 yeah he's at 36 though 36 for not okay. playing yet um here's one Justin Herbert mm-hmm your $12. guy I'll, I'll give you twelve dollars
1: I would I would go over on that probably 15-ish yeah Is he's 15? like 10 11 oh he's, he's okay
0: under okay yeah wow. So Even that, it's like, what? Yeah. This
1: guy's so far from playing.
0: Yeah. I you know, I think it's interesting because Tua and Herbert were well, they're drafted close, three-six. Herbert's got a full bill of health. Like he hasn't had injury issues issues, but Tua just kind of has that like stat like that pedigree and all that stuff. For sure. But the risk is so high with Tua. We gotta make sure that we temper that. Like, I would just not be buying into Tua early. Let him Let him sit on the bench for a while, wait till you actually see a little something, and then I'd make make my moves. But don't overinvest now because his stuff is just way too high for what we have to wait and see, in my opinion. Especially out of the gate. Yeah,
1: no kidding. No kidding. Are you so what about running? Are we gonna break down some of these rookies? Do you wanna go through some of them or
0: yeah, for sure. Uh, let's go with. Uh, so, those two, the reason with those two, they, they didn't play. So, nothing to talk about. Yeah. So, Dobbin, Dobbins got in for two touchdowns. Uh, he didn't get a lot of work. Ingram still got the lion's share, but Dobbins got some goal lines and he made use of them and got in um, as they throttled the Browns. We'll get to that later. <laughs> Gosh, um, I'm kidding. Uh, Taylor. So, Jonathan Taylor, the big news for him that, you know, if you want to get on him, now's a good time. Uh, Marlon Mack his Achilles. So, he's out for the year. Uh, so there's no competition that Mac did get the first, the first looks and he had pretty good success before he tore his Achilles. So now that backfield's wide open for Taylor who also got in.
1: Yeah. The thing that's interesting about Taylor is that um, obviously he was pretty highly talented as one of the better running backs ever in college football, mm-hmm. but he, no. he, his, no pun intended. Achilles heel has always been his receiving ability. Right. <laughs> yep. And his stats from the game were six receptions, 60 yards. it's like, 100%. whoa,
0: that if they huge. made
1: that much progress with his hands, yeah, he could I, I, be really useful and a great, a great
0: buy right now. If you're asking, yeah, hundred percent. But I, that that's just one where when it comes to Wisconsin backs, you have to wait and see in terms of catching the ball. Like they just don't yeah. do it. They're three tight ends <laughs> downhill going for t- two thousand yard rusher every year. So, like I think they said it best in the draft breakdowns. Is they never asked him to. They didn't say he couldn't, and so getting in there, like you said. The six receptions is huge for his uh, fantasy value and just what his production could be at the Colts. Now the Colts just have to start winning some games to kind of make that uh, even more uh, appealing to the hobby, for sure.
1: Yeah. Uh, CeeDee Lamb I thought was really interesting. Now that Jarwin's out, you know, (laughs) He, he becomes a really compelling receiver. Yeah. And he looked good. He looked, really, he looked
0: good. really good. Yeah. He was leading the Cowboys in targets in the third quarter, even when Jarwin still had some play. So they already, they have plans for him. He's part of the you know plan. Like Dak went to him on fourth down, even though he was short as Mike talked about in the broadcast, but he went to him. So he's got the, he's got the respect and he's getting the look. So yeah, CD lamb is definitely one of the better receivers I think to look for right now in terms of who you're going for in the hobby. Um, I think, a couple like DeAndre Swift was not even like he was questionable, he ended up playing, so he did get a touchdown, but only eight yards rushing, so not a lot to get excited about yet. With him, the Lions just kind of were taken to the Bears and then folded, so <laughs> I'm not, yeah. Sure. So
1: I'm curious your thoughts there. I and mean, then with Detroit, I mean, is that is that going to be Adrian Peterson's job to lose at this point? And he yeah. got Carry on Johnson, who's going to get hurt, right? We know Carry on Johnson is going to get hurt, yeah. but is it well, AP's team or?
0: Yeah, like, like I said in our, our live show last week, it's like you don't bring AP not to play, and he was 14 for 92. So that's just going to make it really hard for Swift to get a ton of ton of momentum, in my opinion. It's, he's going to be a, a three, head, three headed backfield that's going to be hard to invest in or <laughs> put money into him for now. But
1: he's mm-hmm. only going,
0: uh, him and Dobbins and Taylor were all around 12, 10 bucks for their raid rookie base. So I definitely would be going Taylor, then Dobbins than swift in terms of who i'd want
1: so what what was drome or at yeah, thinking basketball uh, james robinson running back for the jaguars what was his rookie rated rookie
0: yeah haven't looked we can check that out
1: yeah that's one that's interesting to me because i mean he was rb1 and he looked really good
0: yeah he did look really good People kind of out of nowhere really really high on him um what is? Let's move on while I'm looking this up, so we don't waste too much time. Zach Moss got in the end zone receiving for the Bills. Mm. Um, definitely, him and Singletary were kind of a two-headed monster in terms of usage. Um, I thought that was interesting. I thought Singletary had such a good year last year. I thought he would still be kind of the guy. But what did you think?
1: Well, I think with with Zach Moss, it's like that's that's the Josh Allen show, and like yeah. their RB one is Josh Allen. <laughs> You know what? Did what did Moss end up with like nine carries, fifteen yards, or nine carries, thirteen yeah. yards, something like that? It was ridiculous. It's like right. a, he had
0: one nice catch for a touchdown. So I mean, that was pretty much it. So,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, the only other guy that we I don't think we mentioned that I think is important is, is is Henry Ruggs. Yeah, three for fifty-five. Uh, we already knew he could stretch the field, but. He, he looked good to me. I mean, I saw a couple of his yeah. plays. One really nice He did play. look
0: good, even though I was obsessed with watching Jacobs, but he did look good. <laughs> Jacob, oh <laughs> my um,
1: goodness gracious. Yeah. Not really question. Yeah,
0: rugs look like exactly what Gruden needs. Gruden likes that vertical stretch. He likes that speed that he can put in the slot and get just, he can just get a lot of movement and vertical stretching when it comes to rugs. And he did get hurt and he came back, which is good because that was a little concerning. But um, in terms of, let's just, yeah, let's just give it another other receivers lots to talk about and we'll even hit a defensive guy um judy's playing right now so we'll see how he does chanel got in the end zone for the jags um his biggest mm-hmm. thing in college was just being healthy very explosive very talented receiver just being healthy so if he can be healthy he could have a receiver one upside he's definitely a guy to keep your uh keep tabs on for sure um acres got i was impressed with acres workload out the gate i wasn't like everybody was a really little unsure what his workload would be with the Rams, but he did get 14 carries, which I think was a very good sign. Um, he didn't do much with it, 40 yards, but he, when you watched him, he did look ex- he looked explosive. And Dallas has a pretty respectable D line, so overall, hold your breath. But I think you'll be okay with him if you hold on to him for a while.
1: The 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 bad thing about Akers is that I felt Malcolm Brown looked really good. Yeah. You know, so I think Malcolm Brown being really good is probably gonna be the thing that limits acres getting more touches.
0: Right, especially if they're more comfortable with him in pass pro and just keeping him back yeah. there. Um yeah. I think so, but I think a couple flash plays from Acres they'll change some minds pretty quick. For sure. Um, I, I don't see the flash with Malcolm Brown, he's just solid. He just yeah, you know. So yep. Um Chase Young. One and a half sacks in his debut in the Washington football team's <laughs> opening win. <laughs> <laughs> taking down the Eagles, which just makes me – I can't laugh too much being a Dallas fan because we lost as well, but just I did not see Washington win that game. That, that, ended, that ended a lot of survivors as well.
1: <laughs> oh, man, no kidding. No <laughs> kidding. I so, don't know what's going on with Philly. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, so the
1: only rookie that stood out to me for Philly was Rager.
0: Yeah. He
1: one, one good catch for whatever, 50 yards, and they didn't throw to him again. Right. Nothing else the rest of the game. I don't the
0: know. just stalled out. The Eagles were moving the ball that Ertz touchdown, Goddard touchdown. And then just kind of flatlined the rest of the game. Cause they're O line. They had injuries. I think I don't think Lane Johnson was playing, so they couldn't protect Wentz and chase young eight and got yeah. some sacks. So, you know, that's, he, he keeps doing stuff like that. That's defensive player of the year type of momentum, kind of similar to Bosa last year. Um, one other guy that I do want to mention is the last rookie we'll talk about is Antonio Gibson for the Redskins because he essentially was yeah. their starting running back out of Memphis. Um, you know, they got rid of Peter Peterson to kind of open it up for him and just kind of going with him and a running back by committee with Bryce Love. And you know, they released guys so it's just kind of his backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was solid, he, you know, he, he was, uh, Let's see here. Nine for thirty-six. So nine carries, thirty-six yards, and he catches the ball well too. I think he's a guy that can keep working into the offense over time, and he should be okay in, in the long term. Because nobody's really talking about him either. So, yeah, I didn't even check Gibson stats. That's that's interesting. I'm
1: glad to hear yeah. that. Yeah, I was. I think it was so underwhelmed by Philadelphia.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I was too. I thought Gibson actually would have more work. Yeah, um, but they kind of spread it around so it just is what it is. But uh, yeah, overall the Redskins got to win or sorry, the Washington football team got to win. So that <laughs> is what it is.
1: No kidding. So I think, do you, do you feel like overall though, the rookie class
0: outperformed your expectations or underperformed your expectations? Um, I would lean towards the outperform. I just, I was really impressed with the, the early usage on the quantity of players. Like usually there's two or three guys that are used right away and you're like, Oh man, that guy's good. But there's, I just list we used to talk about almost 10 guys ty that were used quite a bit that's and, true and you know when we talking before i said this is one of the deepest skill position years i can remember in terms of the draft and it's it's showing up those guys are on the field already and they're getting they're getting time they're getting looks they're getting targets so uh there's going to be a lot of movement week to week on these rookies i think so it'd be fun to follow it makes our show month you know more fun to watch or listen to so yeah no kidding no you're, you're right and there's going to be
1: injuries from some of the veteran guys too. And that's going to open up more opportunities for them. These these rookies. So fun, fun stuff. I mean, there's never been a year we're talking about rated rookie cards, like averaging somewhere around nine to $11 base rated rookie cards. Are you out of your mind? Right. What a hot hobby.
0: Yeah. I wasn't able to pull up Robinson. We'll have to bring that up next time. (laughs) But the, uh, the, Let's go to the hot players.
1: Mm, Sorry. You already Not mentioned the hottest game. player. Yeah, we did. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we knew we knew Josh Jacobs was good. You and yeah. I
0: both thought he was undervalued. But man yep. oh man. Yeah. What a week. What a week. You know, he got one nice like where I think they had a turnover. They had something where the block punt, or I forgot how I got there, but it meant land on the one yard line. So that was just easy pickings for him. But still yeah. the other two touchdowns late to take the lead and the Raiders are committed to getting him the rock and that's going to be great. He's, I think he's got a big season coming. I, I just really, I really felt like he has top four or five running back potential and he showed it for sure. Yeah.
1: Uh, James Robinson doesn't have a Raider rookie. So
0: there we go. So we couldn't find it. Yep. <laughs> so he, maybe he'll be slid into Prism or something. Who knows? might be hard to find him at first again.
1: That'll be fun. That'll be one of those like contenders autos that everyone's looking forward to.
0: Yeah, the so we already we already talked about Josh Jacobs and how you know great that was. Um, yep. You know, I mentioned Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, you know, we face the facts. I mean, Julio's on the downside. He's, yep. he he's he's still a phenomenal receiver. He's not done by any means, but you know, if Calvin Ridley might be slowly taking that over over time, maybe. But he's still one thing. But Calvin Ridley came out. He came out older, which kind of hurt him. But his just route running and his ability to get open has always been superb and. In the dome in Atlanta with Matt Ryan, like he's got a chance to put up huge numbers as well. You could see some growth with his kind of rookie stuff. I've been seeing that floating around this week since actually mm-hmm. saw before the game, actually, people were selling him, but um, I'm just I was impressed with his just getting open and going to Seattle. Seattle's got a good secondary too. So uh but yeah. Yeah, no, I, exactly I'm Rearly's a stud.
1: DK Madcalf was awesome. Again, I'm forced to watch Seattle yeah. Seahawks games, so I get to see it. Yep, and I, then, um, he was on the list. Yep, yeah, Russell Wilson, Josh Allen, we talked about like those guys, and I mean, we can't forget about Mahomes, who looked—I guess he, he didn't look—he didn't look outstanding, but he looked normal, which is outstanding for most people.
0: <laughs> well, because they—they they had him, they went thirty-one and answered, and then they took it off and ran the ball. I mean, it, yep. it was pretty easy. I admit, he was so efficient in the time that they were full go that yeah, Mahomes is still the top quarterback you want him and Brady are just going to be that level. It's, I'm really interested to see who's going to get to third over these next few months. Who can get the third on that rookie quarterback card chase in my opinion. Mm. It'd be very interesting. I, I think Russell Wilson's probably it. I, 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 you know, if we're talking about it, but Aaron Rodgers had one of his best games in his career against the Vikings at, you know, technically at the Vikings, I believe too, and just torched him. And I, what do you think about that?
1: He did. He looked, he looked great. He looked absolutely yeah. great. Devontae Adams looked awesome. Yep. Uh, I don't know. A part of me was kind of happy to see it. I was just happy to see Rodgers start off the season looking good. Me too.
0: Yeah. just I, I, He's just been he's just been kind of like pushed aside for a long time with the whole McCarthy breakup. And then yep. last year, it didn't produce very well. And uh, he's just been taking a lot of flack. And I've been waiting to see motivated Rodgers. kind of that little resurgence of motivation with him and I think I, I hope we see it I hope this continues I hope he has another Rogers year that we kind of grew to getting used to uh and I, yeah Adams continues to be undervalued he's just a guy that you have to get a prison rookie of I just don't know why he's so low and so cheap but definitely a guy you're going to want to get some cards of him because he's I just think his numbers are going to keep going up if
1: if Rogers stays healthy Devonte Adams will be the biggest beneficiary of
0: that right yeah yeah 100 percent and then you did touch on Josh Allen. I'm The only thing is I'm going to caveat is saying it was the Jets. And the Jets just – I don't even know what to think of, like right at this point of the Jets. But I just know that Josh Allen did what he was supposed to do. He he beat him bad. And he, he was really effective with his legs, and he threw pretty well. Um, but but I, thought, I was happy that Josh Allen did well. I just think he's kind of undervalued a little bit. I'm not – I'm not on board with him long term with quarterbacks. I still need to see that accuracy. I still need to see that consistent passing. But just I think the Bills are in a good position to win that division. And I think he can do it the way he beat the Jets. So,
1: yeah, I would agree with you there. For sure. Yeah. They they seem to be pretty locked in on how they're going to use Josh Allen. And so I think you're you're going to see the ball in his hands so much yeah. to where it's like he, he may not be electric a lot in a lot of ways, but he's going to put up so many good stats. He's going to have so many rushing touchdowns and three yard touchdown tosses. It's, it's going to be a pretty, when you're at the top of the fantasy charts,
0: you're relevant in sports cards. Exactly. And that's what we're, we're working on this podcast to be a little bit of interjecting that fantasy angle to helping us collect the cards that are fun to collect, that are going to yep. gain in value for us. Um, but yeah, let's just go the other side of the ball in that game. Disappointing yeah. cold players. Sam Darnold. Oh, uh, yeah. A lot of people, again, we're trying to get on the Sam Darnold train this off season, just saying this is the year, you know, he's got Adam Gay's offensive mind. Then they just, they look terrible. I, I think I forgot what it was type. I'm pretty sure he started like one for nine to start, to start the game. And I think what's concerning about that as a football player, if you've played football, you know, when it comes to like opening game, all those stuff, usually have the first 20 plays scripted where things are pretty smooth. Yeah. And, that did not look smooth, you know? mm-hmm. and so I just I don't know what to do with Sam Darnold now. I'm just wondering if he's one of those guys you got to start selling now to get out of there before that bubble pops because I haven't seen anything.
1: Uh, at the at the prices he was going for pre week one, it's an absolute sell, right? right. Seven 50. like right. Like- Have to, but again, we're we're gonna overreact on a lot of this in week one. Hundred percent. That's what 100%. we're big bucks
0: to do. Right. And similar to what we talked about, you know, with Brady, like the Bills are a really good defense. They have one of the better secondaries as well. Mm-hmm. So still give him some some leeway there. There's still time. But you just those guys you're looking for that first impression, it wasn't there when it comes to him for sure. Because I was definitely hoping, I was waiting to see what Sam Darnold would do. Uh, yeah. the, other, the other quarterback in that year, you know, the one that's kind of been falling and falling with Baker Mayfield. Uh, again, I mean, you can say the same thing, played a superior team. They obviously aren't going to match up with the Ravens at this point. Um, it's just hard. As a, I was kind of a Baker believer. I, I still am. I still like Baker Mayfield, but seeing how he came into the league and just really started out so hot, then kind of had the coaching debacle and the team just didn't meet expectations last year. I just don't know if he's going to be recovered. I think that's just going to be a tough mental hurdle to get over and just getting pounded by a rival like that in opening week. I just, I'm just worried about him his buy-in or his, his teammates like how much longer I mean Odell Beckham 2 for 30 it's like these guys aren't getting it done and so yeah. um, it's hard to understand
1: it is it, it, I think you make a good point though it, it makes you wonder if really a lot of this is coming back to being a psychological issue yeah like can can he handle the moment yeah and I mean because it's not like he doesn't have the talent around him I mean you got landry right. you got you know Beckham you have two really good running backs, Run backs
0: yep o Line still, you know, decent, they're not, not bad, not great. So, I was just disappointed. I thought they'd put up a better fight than that. Um, so I, I think he's a guy that's definitely on the cold list, something to watch. Another guy that he started to get a little bit of steam towards the end of the offseason. But uh, if they don't start winning some games, he's probably his bubble's gonna pop as well. So, I'm a little bit nervous with Baker's. As a, I own him a couple of dynasty leagues for a quarterback, so I'm a little bit nervous, a little nervous, <laughs> but uh. I feel you. Yeah, and the last one, I was just going to mention Michael Thomas. Like I said, he was uh, – I think he was three for 17. Um, just not I – just, I just don't think we're going to see the volume that he is used to getting. I just think, like I said before, I think the offense is getting away from that. I think they're going to be – let their defense play, let Breeze do his thing and run the ball and go. I mean, you saw Kamara and Murray both get pretty good, healthy yeah. – touches and you know i just think that the eight yard hitches and stuff of thomas are going to be there but i just don't see the massive games from him um you know it could be wrong tampa bay's defense is also respectable this year but i just think he's going to slow down i don't think we're going to he might not make his 100 yard mark 100 yard reception 100 receiving yard, 100 receptions <laughs> <laughs> he's doing so he, many good things it's okay yeah, he won't make I i can bet i would probably bet he won't make 100 reception this year would, would be my take I would I would take the over on
1: that in a second.
0: You'd go with the over on the hundred. I would. Yeah.
1: That's it, that's not to say Michael Thomas is worth his. It, well, it, funny thing is we kind of laughed about this. He ended his moving average per week at six hundred and sixty-six dollars. So six six six. We're like, uh oh, is that is that the worse than the Madden curse? Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be paying six hundred and sixty-six dollars for his uh, two thousand sixteen Prism silver. So-
0: no yeah i don't think so either especially when you have the those kind of other tiered quarterbacks like garoppolo and stuff we talked about that are you can have that range it just seems like there's other places to put that kind of money in terms of uh value for sure yeah i i mean
1: we talked about it tom brady was extremely cold uh that's not going to bode well for his 10k price i mean there's a whole argument about how much can this this season of truly affect his long term prices, and I think it does. I just think it does because I think it takes away from everything he's done if he goes into another system and just looks like, you know, normal.
0: But, I, I would say, I would actually say because it's not fair to judge him in this year where he's almost forty, because we don't know what you know. What if he joined Tampa Bay when he was thirty one? You know, so like with these weapons. I actually think the counter to that is, if the Patriots win the AFC East still, and they still and they make like a, they win one game in the playoffs. Now there's some big questions to: is it was it just system to me? If Belichick can do with Cam Newton and take them, you know, with very similar players that Brady had last year, that would probably be harder on his pricing, in my opinion, than a Tampa Bay flop. Um, Brady's
1: forty three, by the way.
0: Yeah, that's right. 43 insane to
1: even think about He's right 43 years old playing football um okay yeah okay I, I i guess i can get that i can get that i guess yeah. we'll see we'll see i mean we'll be able to tell by week three how prices are moving on his cards if this this season is going to really impact his pricing 100 yeah yeah definitely but Car- carson Wentz to me was the one that looked looked like he had the biggest warning sign flashing, like, oh boy, like if you're dropping the nine hundred bucks or whatever you you're spending on that card. Yeah. Man, his, you know, that's also a sixteen prism. It's like, right. man, that's he did not look good yesterday. Right.
0: No, he didn't. Um, I think that <laughs> yeah, and like even the people that were investing in all the places on Tampa Bay, besides Brady, you know, the Godwins and the Evans and the Fournettes, like none of them really had great games. I think. The whole Tampa Bay offense just stalled out. So if that offense goes down in production, that's gonna hurt a lot of those people that thought they were getting ahead of the game, trying to get the people around Tom too. So I think that could have a ripple effect yeah. on that team for value. Even though Evans was playing injured, but against Lattimore, which is a tough matchup for him. But overall it's good. So uh, let's go ahead and go into the kind of re- new releases this week, Ty. I'd like to get mm-hmm. your your opinion. I'll give mine. Let's start with the big one, let's start with Mosaic.
1: Hmm.
0: Mosaic came in like fire. I feel like just everything I saw, I would just, I didn't think I'd be that impressed with it. I don't, I don't know why, but when I yeah. was seeing some of the, the breaks go and some of the people's the cards that they were pulling, I just, I was really impressed with the product. I have to, I have to admit like that price point, very expensive, but it was fun to watch. What are your thoughts?
1: Uh, it's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. I, I, I think it's a beautiful product. Um, I the parallels are awesome. Like, I love the blues. I love the. um I, I really like them all. Honestly, I mean, even the silvers look really good to me.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, it's funny because people are and they're and they're selling for a crap ton of money. Like base cards, yeah, are just going for crazy money. Um, it's gonna cool down a little bit, but right. I'm telling you guys, like, this is not as printed as you think. Right, like it's it's really not. This is not gonna be you're not going to walk into stores and find mosaic
0: yeah. and you're not
1: in, in hobby boxes. I'm looking on the secondary market. There's just there's not any available like, there's people aren't selling it.
0: Yeah. So uh,
1: I, I wouldn't be surprised if this becomes kind of one of those, they go all in on, on mosaic to help sell prism. Right. This year and yeah. mosaic could be the one that actually turns out being better.
0: Right. Cause there's not as much cause there, there, there's going to be prism. There's going to be more prism. Don't you think there's going to be a ton of prison, right? And it's they're going to try to price it higher, that's going to be the scary thing.
1: Yeah. It's a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> there's going to be a lot of it.
0: And they're going to try to price it a lot. That's not a good, that's not good for us on some points, but yeah, the, uh, the, I think I saw one of my good friends, Dante in a little Facebook group called big uh, sports uh-huh. uh, breaks. Uh-huh. He uh, pulled a white mosaic to a rookie and I was just, that card was beautiful. Like those white mosaic cards, they are phenomenal. Like I just, they're just so clean looking. It's uh, mm-hmm. probably my favorite card I've seen out of the 2020 products so far. Um, that and the stained glass cards. Those cards are just a huge chase of mine. I just, I'd love Dude, those the stained, stained glass. glass.
1: Are just awesome.
0: Yeah, those awesome. those cards are just yeah. Beautiful
1: some perspective. I was just looking at prices. We're talking, right? Brady's mosaic stained glass has ended at $505.
0: Yeah. And I got it. And, yeah.
1: I mean, just some of the silver rookie cards. I mean, Justin Herbert's silver is going for 220. Yeah. Burrow's yeah. going for a grand.
0: Yeah. I mean, your, your, I, uh, your lock, lock stained glass hit 230 for a second year. That's <laughs> good. That's extremely good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Burroughs silver. I got six fifty on Burroughs silver here on a bin. But yeah, it's crazy. Like they're just they're great cards. I don't. The only thing I would say about like mosaic, I wish. I know people like the the prism. We call it. they call it the prism? The ones that are really reflective. The circles. Is that their prism print? So the mosaic prisms. I just feel like they're almost just a little bit too much. I like the silvers. I like the white mosaics. I like the stained glass, but the mosaic prisms, they're like you know, the red ones and everything. They're just a little bit, I don't know what they can do in terms of design, but they just kind of overdo it for me. Mm. Uh, but overall, it's a great product. I was super impressed.
1: Yeah. It's going to have a lot of staying power. Um,
0: yeah. I'm a fan. You're a fan. Count me the, you fan. the other the other big rookie product is the 2020 Donnerus And yep. I just think the best thing to subscribe to that product right now is Pleasantly Surprised. Mm-hmm. Donors has been something that's been left on the shelves you know in retail for a long time. pretty easy to find, not much demand for it. just seemed like it was a thing always laying around, but it just seemed like this year the demand's high for what people want and good rookie class and I just think the product's pretty like pretty good too. It has a lot of nice parallels for rookies that people are chasing and I was pleasantly surprised with it. What were your thoughts?
1: Oh, I mean, I, I don't know how anyone can look at this and, and think, this is is not exceeding their expectations. Um, yeah, there, there's some great chase cards. The downtown cards are just awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh, Marvel, my favorite. Another favorite, Marvel.
1: Marvel, yeah. And then you got, I mean, you got the optic previews. Uh, rated rookies, kind of just It's gained traction across sports, and so now it's really relevant here in football again. Yeah. Um, it's 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 a great it's a great flagship product this year. And, and like, it's going to be that way for a bit.
0: The, the thing that I think is interesting about the, the thing that's interesting about these cards is that typically, like if you buy a 2018 update hobby box, you're probably going to get one Acuna in there. You're probably going to get one. Soto. like roughly on average, you get close to one a box. Wouldn't you say yep. And that's not the case with football? Cause there's only, I think, I think I read things of 12 rookies in a hobby box, 12 mm-hmm. or 11 on the rated rookies. And so, you're there's almost a gosh i'll have to look at the chest but there's like 50 or 60 checklists for rookies so you're not guaranteed a burrow box so that's that's still pretty hard to expect to get that yep. kind of pull and so that's why you can see a base card like burrow going for 60 and gets back to our point with football being harder to find it's not as expected you're going to get that card that's a great point no i think that that does bode well for the value yeah absolutely
1: um, and I, and by the way, I didn't realize the Marvels were selling for that much.
0: Oh, there's insane. Yeah, oh I think my Mahomes God. is like 900. Man, yeah. I think oh Kyler God. Murray is 550. They're there, must they must be they're at least pushing their super short printed. We'll see, but I, I, I hope I get one. I don't even care if it's you know whoever it is. I'd love a Walter Payton, I'd love a Brett Favre. Those would be so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: Oh, yeah, shoot.
0: All right, so yeah. let's let's close it out with just maybe. Obviously, like you said, it's a week one overreaction. That's what we do. Yep. <laughs> but let's just go ahead and let's each just say like two or three guys that are you kind of are interested in buying right now, and then we'll talk about two or three guys you might kind of sell off while you can. So go ahead. Uh, I'll start. Uh, I think in terms of me, a guy that I'm definitely looking to, and we already mentioned him, I'll, I'll steal the easy one, Josh Jacobs. I just think that he's going to go up. I think that offense is on the rise. If they can get good consistent quarterback play, his numbers are going to be top five this year and definitely a guy that is pretty safe, pretty safe play for where he was when I was pumping them all last off season, last yeah. season in the rookie report. So, but yeah.
1: Yeah. I'll go with, uh, we're going to go three. I'll give you, I think DK Metcalf is a strong buy right now. Yep. I'm pretty stoked about DK Metcalf for of this season.
0: Okay. I will go. What's that? 2019 prison. Yeah. I think I'll still go CEH. Like, I know I'm, I'm kind of cherry picking here, but I think Clyde Ebb even his price right now is still pretty affordable. He's not mm-hmm. like two is 38. I think he was like 28, 27 for his rated rookie, but I think I'd be really targeting Kansas City and breaks because, like, they're not priced at the quarterback price because they don't have a quarterback in their product. But you still have oh, Mahomes, sure. to, you have Mahomes to fall back on, and you have CEH, who obviously the workload's going to be there. And he's also a top five running back candidate. That's a That's a great point. That's a, that's a really good point. Um,
1: my second guy would be, um, I'd probably go Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. With Marlon Mack going down. You mentioned earlier. I think it's just it's a no brainer right now. It's a pretty run heavy offense anyway. We already know Jonathan Taylor's got mad skills. So I'd be going all in on Jonathan Taylor.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna do it with my Homer pick, but I've actually I'm gonna pivot and I'm gonna say. I've, I'm getting more and more on Michael Gallup as a Cowboys fan. I just think he might be the better, like the best receiver on the team right now. I like CD yep. Lamb. I think CD Lamb could work the slot, but I think Gallup's just a guy that's going to be able to stretch the field. And that was also another poor call on pass interference on that push off to get them in position. But uh, I think Malcolm, Michael Gallup's the guy that I mentioned in my previous article that's a, a guy to go get because I think his receiver status is going to keep gaining uh, over time. Like it, Michael
1: Gallup. I'll go. Uh, I'll drop a quarterback in my my final pick. I think Aaron Rodgers is still underpriced.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. That's a great one.
1: Two thousand five tops. Chrome. Aaron Rodgers. Yep. yep. Okay. Good. Excited, man! What that was a good, great week one. Great week, great one.
0: week one. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We
1: got to go catch the uh, second half of this this Broncos game, huh?
0: All right, let's do it. Thanks,
1: Ty. Thanks for having me.